Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 80 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. We are getting deeper into hunting season, so appropriately, today's topic is going to be introducing the next generation of women to hunting. Those of us who are in the world of recruitment know this. If you recruit the mom, you recruit the entire family. In my circle of lady friends, whether they are mothers, grandmothers, aunts, wives, daughters, or whoever they may be, they are the ones that generally set the agenda and set the schedule for the entire family. Women in our society have traditionally had a large role in educating the children and others in their household. As a result, women are often the ones that educate the young people in their lives in the safe and proper use of firearms. In the past several years, I have seen a positive change in the students in the firearm safety courses that I teach. I am seeing a sharp increase in the number of moms and their young daughters taking firearm classes together for the first time. When talking to these women, the conversation is almost universal. They feel that it is up to them to get their daughters trained in firearms, and they plan on continuing this firearms training to keep them all safe. They feel it's their responsibility and up to them to make this happen. These women feel it's never too early to introduce their daughters in the safe and proper use of firearms. There is one question that I do keep getting from a lot of these women. When is the right time to introduce kids to hunting? Many times, the question is much more specific. When is the right time to introduce my daughter to hunting? This question can elicit just about as many opinions and beliefs as the question. 
what is the best caliber firearm for deer hunting? There are many factors involved in this decision, such as age, maturity, and even family traditions. It is important that the youngster is ready for this experience. Oftentimes, it is the parent or guardian that is not ready, not the young hunter. Introducing an individual to hunting is a multi-stage process, not just the end result of taking an animal. The sooner the kids are introduced to hunting, the better. I have heard parents set arbitrary age requirements. I have seen parents intentionally protect their kids from the result of a successful hunt by not having their kids watch or participate in the field dressing and processing of the game. I have also heard and seen parents trying to sanitize the sport to the point that it leads to unrealistic expectations. All of these parenting mistakes can result in missing the time of development that could lead to a kid with either no interest in hunting or even worse, you can end up raising an anti-hunter. Hunting lessons should start when a child is just a few years old when he or she can comprehend simple concepts such as chicken nuggets do not come from a bag, they come from chickens or that the hamburger that they're eating used to be a cow. Parents who believe that the concept of food comes from living animals is too complicated or too sensitive to a young child, they just aren't giving their kids enough credit. Kids do not have to come from a farm to understand where their food comes from. It is the parent's job to raise their kids based in reality. That includes the reality of hunting and the animals that provide us with sustenance. Children know at birth that when they're hungry, their parents or guardians are responsible for providing them the sustenance. It should not be surprising to anyone that it might be helpful for kids to see game brought into the field, dressed, processed, and eventually put on the table. Children that were introduced to all aspects of hunting usually grow into our new generation of hunters. Learning how to hunt is a process, observing, assisting, and participating. Through observation, young children should start out by sitting in a blind with their parent, learning the importance of being quiet and watching the movements of wildlife. I hear all the time from parents that their child just can't sit that long. The solution is actually pretty simple. Stop sitting so long. You cannot expect a young child to sit quietly for hours, something that you have been doing for years. Start out slow by sitting for shorter lengths of time. This can be done very effectively if the parent is serious about getting their kids interested in hunting. To accomplish this, if your child cannot sit for long periods, Do not take them to the stand during peak hunting hours. For example, take them to the stand after the morning hunt or sometime about midday. This way you can enjoy your hunt, then work with your child during the quote off hours. This can also be practiced and accomplished even during non-hunting season. It's pretty easy to set up a blind or set up a pop-up tent or even just set up a tent, like a camping tent, and practice being quiet. Practice what it's like to have to sit in a small area 
and making sure that you're wearing the proper clothing that anytime you move, they don't crinkle or scratch against itself and practice opening you know, snacks and drink bottles and water caps and the little things that we may take for granted until it's time to actually have to be quiet when you're sitting in a deer stand. Those very quiet sounds to the normal everyday life sound like they're amplified on volume 100 when you're sitting quietly in the woods trying not to make any noises. You can practice this year round with your child and slowly start building them up to actually get into the blind or the deer stand with you during hunting season. The next step is introducing them to the work of a successful hunt. This includes processing the game from the field to the table. This can be a very fun stage with your child. This is when your child gets their hands dirty. Your young hunter can assist with all the chores that go along with a successful hunt. Include your child with everything from the game retrieval to field dressing to processing and even to preparations for the table so they can take pride when they taste their efforts of that successful hunt that they helped with. For example, if you are successful during a morning hunt and your child is back at camp, Locate your deer or other game animal that you've successfully taken and make sure that you tag it according to your state's regulations. Then go back to get your young hunter and return back to your stand. Now sit back and let him or her follow the blood trail to locate the game. They can then help load the animal and bring it back to camp and watch the excitement from the other hunters in camp. You will notice the difference in your child from being excited at seeing you bringing the game back to camp versus them being the ones and watching how proud they are when they bring the game back into camp. Next is the participation. You want to allow your child to be the hunter. If you take your time and properly go through the first two stages, you will know when your child is ready to hunt themselves. You will see your young child transform into your young hunter. By successfully completing the earlier stages, your new hunter will already know what is expected of him or her. In other words, they will know what it takes to get an animal within range. They'll know what it takes to be still and quiet They'll know what it takes to make a good shot through many, many days and weeks of practice on the range beforehand. Then they'll know that the hunt is certainly not over when that trigger is squeezed. They will understand the work involved in a successful hunt. When the process of hunting is started early, by the time they grow into actual hunters, they are better prepared and tend to be more ethical as they take part in their family tradition of hunting. The heritage of hunting is part of our lives. Most of us come from generations of hunters that hunted for survival. Our forefathers and mothers did not concern themselves protecting children from blood, guts, and processing animals. In fact, On many farms, the kids were the ones who were sent out to prepare a chicken out of the yard for Sunday supper. 
the harvesting of wild game or the butchering of livestock for food was not a moving event that the participants would sit around chanting while becoming one with the animal spirit world. Hunting was hunting, nothing more, nothing less. When mentoring young hunters, we need to make the lessons as simple as possible. This means stressing safety, stress practicing to gain confidence in your firearm, learning the laws in your area that you'll be hunting, and lastly, having fun. Hunting is a family tradition, either generations in the making or brand new to the participants. The traditions of hunting should be part of a young person's life beginning early and in stages to instill its virtues in his or her soul. The act of hunting does not need to be justified. The time spent talking hunting is better spent showing hunting. With that, there is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.